Welcome everybody to the Minimap Cast. This is your weekly source of gaming news, questions, and impressions from minimap.com.au. My name is Kerry Palmer on my fancy new microphone, and joining me is June Williams. Hello. And Jeremy Bratitich. Happy 69. <laughs> we made it. We made it. We did it. We finished the podcast. That was always the goal. <laughs> This is the, the end goal. of the Minimap cast. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, sorry about the episodes in the middle that never came out, but that's it. We're done. See ya. <laughs> we finished it. We made it to the to the nice episode. The nothing, magic nothing, n- nothing but nice thoughts. We should only be able to talk about like visual novels and erotic games today. And game no, but also games that fuck. <laughs> yeah, true. Games that fuck, yeah. I, what, what, I mean, what's that? Doom? And Doom I Eternal? Mean, yeah, Doom, <laughs> Doom is the one. Doom. And maybe Wolfenstein. <laughs> yeah, you two could talk about Wolfenstein. I'll, I'll go get a sandwich. Yeah. Um, uh, well, seeing as you're here, seeing as this, seeing as we've, we've already spoken about what the podcast is, let me tell you a bit more about it. Uh, this is the Minimap cast. Uh, we talk about gaming stuff when it happens. Stuff like, uh, for example... News that happens. Like last week, we spoke about Pull Fulbright, it together, Palmer. Pull it together. <laughs> and, then, and then we also talk about other things on other podcasts, Ooh, like kissing pop culture characters and where we would rank them. And also, we pick a game and we all play it together. It's a game club, like a book club. It's called the Game Spoilers Podcast. Oops, driving off road. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing great. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, if you like the sound of any of that, um, especially our voices, then you can find this and all of the other episodes on minimap.com.au as well as your podcast services of choice. Uh, if you want to support us, you can give those podcasts a rating, a positive rating on your service of choice. Um, if you're feeling particularly generous, you could also jump on over to iTunes, give that one a rating there. You know, it's not like you, they don't, they don't verify how long you've listened to it or anything. So if you, if you feel like giving us a boost, uh, that's a good way to do it. You know, five star ratings some positive words. Um, <laughs> you know the, the the great thing about doing uh 69 episodes of this podcast is that oh, no. we also get um 69 completely different intros to the show <laughs> you started <laughs> name that another like oh man i'm about to get it, dunked on <laughs> name another podcast has been doing it for this long and and has just that many intros it's just like you just you never know what you're gonna get when you start listening to an episode you know oh, really know. jeremy then what comes next what do i what do i say next Number 70. Oh, as in what comes next after this one? Yes. <clears throat> uh, the social media. The po- hey, Kerry, where would people be able to uh, give us money on Patreon? If you felt like supporting us financially, you could go to patreon.com slash minimapau. Uh, throw us a few bucks there. Get the odd benefit or two. Uh, that would help us out a lot. Understand that everyone could do that. It's up to you. The option is there for you. Uh, we also wanted to thank Shook for letting us use uh, the Moog Model D improv from the YouTube channel as the music for the Minimap cast. You can listen to Shook's music at shook.bandcamp.com. They repressed a bunch of their albums. Repressed? Yeah, like vinyl. <laughs> as in just <laughs> in the last week? Them. Yeah. <laughs> wow, great. Because I, I looked at their store like, ooh, is anyone's? I, I own them all. <laughs> you have those on vinyl already? I, I, I've got all of Shook's albums on vinyl. That's sweet. It's the only, I, the only, like musical band artist that I have that for. I think that that isn't like a movie or game soundtrack. 
Well, no, I mean, like, the only one that I, like, have the full discography. Oh, right, sure. I, uh, yeah, I always like the idea of your vinyl collection, Jeremy, and uh, I always think, oh, that'd be nice to listen to. I should go to Jeremy's house and listen to music with him, and then I never actually, like, do that. We also, we can't go to each other's houses at the moment anyway, but, like, yeah. You know. <laughs> we, we always had this idea of a, a party at our house where everyone brings their own vinyl, and then you all just listen to yeah. each other's vinyls yeah yeah mm. it need to be a good vibe you know mm. i'll bring my so- cthes album when it arrives Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh let's get into some game discussion um now Mm, I, I was just gonna I'm, I'm just tossing up whether I rehash anything uh, uh just just it's worth mentioning that before we started this episode I tried to f- relocate some files for that one of the episodes that went a bit AWOL uh a couple of months ago and it looks like I might have deleted some of them <laughs> <laughs> after I thought I uploaded them and then they're not in Google Drive so there might just be an episode missing from the minimap cast chronology for, <laughs> forever <laughs> um in which case we're like you know, we're missing a good bit of content there, but um, let's not rehash it yet. I might still want to be able to save it. Um, Jeremy, talk to me about your latest foray into the From Software timeline. So I was lucky enough to be given the only early copy of Elden Ring. Um, no. <laughs> um, no, so uh, I, I've, been, I've been thinking about it for a while, um, uh, and I finally bought the Dark Souls Trilogy um on on xbox because i was like i i've never played the first dark souls i've played a little bit of the third and an even smaller amount of the second um and uh for reoccurring listeners i would know that i finished bloodborne and finished demon souls and got pretty far through sekiro um and so i was like look i've never played these games well i've never played the first one in, in particular um what's the best way to play it? And I looked online and like, you know, you can get on PC, you can get on Switch or you can get like the remastered versions on the, um, on console, um, as well as PC. And I was like, look, do I want to get it on Switch or do I want to get it, um, to get the remastered version? And I looked at the Switch version and I was like, look, it'd be cool to play it on the Switch, but I think I just want like the best version of the game. Um, and I'm glad I did that. So I, I, I found a pre-owned copy from Cash Converters um for the trilogy for 50 bucks um which is a pretty good deal um been playing it on the xbox series um and i've got pretty far through pretty far through it pretty quickly um like i can confirm i've been getting a bit of a blow by blow from jeremy and i'm like wow turns out when Mm. you already know how to play these games this bit goes real quick (laughs) yeah yes yes um so i am currently uh i've i've passed uh blight down um, I defeated um, the big spider lady with breasts. Um, yeah, that one. Um, and then I, uh, a little message was like, hey, go through this wall. Um, and so I hit the wall and I like, found her like sister or something. Mm-hmm. And she was like, do you want to join the covenant? And I was like, to her, what's the covenant do? I was like, it's mostly for online stuff. And I'm like, okay. So I killed her. Um, <laughs> Kerry like, Kerry, Kerry looked at me like, you killed an NPC? <laughs> Um, because she doesn't actually, I don't think she does anything else. Um, you can, sorry. yeah, you, you can talk to her servant and he upgrades your pyromancy flame if you have one. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. But now he'll hate you cause you killed his master. Oh no, he's dead too. 
Um, uh. <laughs> uh, but I killed her and I got like a, one of those like fire souls. So I, I can upgrade my Estus. Only oh two no, Jeremy. What? What? I no, I, I no. Does I, the I, bonfire I, near her still work? No. Ah. Uh, what? Th- that bonfire, bonfire is so useful. No, there's a bonfire like literally like. No, the- you don't understand. There's a bonfire around <laughs> you the corner. You fucked yourself. There's a bonfire around no, the corner. No, you don't Jeremy. understand, Jeremy. You come back there later. It's so convenient. Yeah, no, in in the flame area, which I've been through and already killed that boss. You've added an extra thirty seconds to every one of your lives in the future. I've no, because I've already I I went through the next into the lava area and I killed the fire boss. Yeah. The giant one that falls off the cliff and is really janky and I had to look up a guide because it didn't make any sense. Um, the one that like comes from way, way down high or the one that's like the ceaseless discharge? Yeah, that one. Ceaseless yeah. discharge. Yeah, that was a bad boss. Um, yeah, it is a bad boss. Like I, I killed that well, I killed that boss and then like I, I went to the next area where it's like, hey, there's, there's like a, there was a big mist wall and I went up to it and it was like the Lord's Flame stops you from going through here or something. Uh-huh. Um, there's a bonfire in between that um, wall and where I killed what's her name. You think um, you know, but you know nothing. I you know think exactly. You know. I know what I did. I know. You what know I did. nothing. I know what I did. Um, Foolish the next podcast child. Where you're like, so Terry was right. <laughs> Except you would never say that. I don't know if you would say that. I'm trying to think if I've ever said that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so just. Despite the fact that you killed you killed Quelag's sister and destroyed that bonfire, so you can't use it ever again. The only annoying thing about me doing that that I found is that I I like I got like a fire soul from her so I can upgrade my Estus, and I went back to the firelink shrine to then upgrade my Estus, and at the same time, um, she disappeared as well because that's what happens when you ring both bells. Um, yeah, she she I, she gets killed by another NPC, and you got yeah, an adventure. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Um, well, I'll find someone else to upgrade my assistance. It's fine. Um, anyway, so uh, yeah, I've been, having, I've been having a good time. Um, Bloodtown sucks and is ugly um, and was not fun to be in. Um, and I like found like optimal path through there with the least amount of kills because everything in that area was like, oh, these little fucking fire dogs, these little shitheads. And all they do is just like they run up to you and they just like pivot on the spot and lock onto you and just like charge at you and do like a ton of damage and then they stand very still and breathe fire and it just fucks your shit and it sucks um those little fucking dickheads like i hated them with my life um but like then like through the swamp area i was like oh there's poison and it's gonna just like take all of my health poison's real slow poison is really real slow to kill you yeah, so like slow, that, yeah. that, that area was totally fine um and there's these other little shitheads that shoot toxic darts at you but if you kill them you get poison resistance like items so i was like i was set um yeah um I'm, I'm i'm having a good time it's 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 fun it's what it's made me do is go back and watch videos on demon souls um because i've been watching a, a giant bomb series where, where Danny o'dwyer plays demon souls properly for the first time um and as i've been playing through dark souls um i've been like oh this is actually just demon souls and it turns out these two games are almost the same um they are not the same but oh boy there are so many so many similarities between these two games enemy types like lore weapons like 
area design like fucking like visual language everything it's like it is almost the exact same fucking game it is wild how much inside of dark souls is just demon souls um in, in a way that like i wonder i wonder if at this point we would have three demon souls games if that one actually did well in the west um as opposed to dark souls which really captured like the japanese market as well as um the uh the west market so because demon souls didn't do too well in the west at the very beginning um it took it took dark souls for people in the west to look back and go hey demon souls looks pretty good as well it didn't help that it was only on ps3 which was not doing well at the time yeah that that is a good point like 2009 2010 like it was early it was was doing okay but like it was definitely the loser of the generation at that point in time i still can't believe the numbers that the ps3 ended up selling more than the 360 yeah at the end it's it's crazy that blows my mind yeah anyway um yeah but like you know like and you know especially at that point from software just like bringing out games like between like what a run from demon souls dark souls one two three sekiro bloodborne like that is like that is an an un unmatched run of like very very enjoyed games um like that's that's wild so and they, um, they came out relatively close together yeah totally they totally did um so yeah, I'm 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 having a fun time in it. Um, maybe by next time I'm recording, I'll be quite close to the end. Um, I actually have no idea how close to the end I am. Um, I've like I know I've, I've probably got like a, a a bit of a chunk to go. Um, but like you know I'm making progress. There was this there was this night in a tower. Um, that was very very heavy. Um, had like a very big bats. mallet. No no, it was a one that when you kill, it gave me a ring. Um, that halved my my carrying weight. Um, oh, uh, it's like wearing like stone armor. Yeah, and real, real annoying. That's Havel. Yes, yes, yeah. He um, he would one shot me a lot. Yeah, um, he's wielding so the I'd... dragon tooth as a as a mace. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 pretty metal. Um, <laughs> yeah, like it's 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 been good. I've apparently been getting quite lucky with drops, um, which is fun. So I've got like a, a bunch of the Black Knights weapons. Oh, that is good. Um, I can't use them yet because they're too fucking heavy, but I'm close. Yep. Um, yeah, it's 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 fun playing those games after you like have put in the put in the the hours it takes to get like relatively decent at them. Mm. Um, and especially because like you know going through Sekiro and Bloodborne and also Demon Souls, I'm quite good at parrying. Um, mm. which parrying in Dark Souls one is like well you'll win um because like they don't require you to parry at all apparently until the final boss um which means if you can do it earlier on it just like makes a lot of the fights like not trivial but like yeah like you've got this you're fine Mm. so um so yeah i want to play bloodborne again um because the entire time i'm thinking playing any of these games or watching demon souls videos i'm like i should play bloodborne again (laughs) um so yeah that has been my 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 monthly jeremy wants to play bloodborne again but is instead just watching demon souls and playing dark souls a quick question how do you feel about the world in this one Oh yeah, like, like it's 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 good. Like you you and I spoke about it the other day. Um, but like the the way the map wraps around and stuff is always is is it's delightful. Um, mm. it's it's very cool to 
like pop up out of a very long zone to find out you're like back at Firelink or like connected to a zone you've already been to and then you open a door and suddenly shortcut, boom. Um, and it's like, oh, I can just go from here now. And because the beginning of this game or for a majority of the game, I think you don't get to travel in between bonfires. Um, you have to just walk everywhere. Um, yeah, it's it's it, it, it's cool how interconnected everything is and everything's like a big old maze um, in a way that is really fun um, and enjoyable to explore. Um, and also Solaire, what's his name? Solaire. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. He's, he's real good. I want to make sure he doesn't die. He's, um, a, he's a shining light. Mm. And also the Onion Knight is cool too. I met, met him. Um, oh, what is his name? The Onion Knight. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's did you know? Did you know what an Onion Knight is? Either of you know what an Onion Knight is? Nope. An, an, a knight that cries. No, it's a, it's a, apparently, from what, I, from what I've been told, an Onion Knight is a person who reaches a very high status of nobility um, that came from, like, nothing. Like, you know, oh. just like a, just a person and, and just, like, Put in, put in the work and 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 got to a level of, uh, like, a prestige. Um, with I feel like nicely duties. Onion isn't the it shouldn't be the right word for that. I feel like onion is like a degrading. Well, Choose I, a different I, vegetable. I think it sort of is degrading. Um, because at the end of the day, if you haven't come from nobility, people in nobility won't respect you. Mm. And That's true, I, I guess. And onions, like a you know, it's a poor person food. You know, onions and potatoes, anybody can grow. <laughs> You've grown um, from the dirt. Yeah, yeah. I think, and maybe potato night would be like a little bit like yeah, <laughs> potato we get it. night. <laughs> it's like so, a couch onion. Mm. Ew. <laughs> uh, cool. I'm, ex- I'm, I'm very impressed with how far you've gotten so quickly. Um, I'm excited to hear about different moments, and I'm excited to hear you tell me that I'm right. Um. I I haven't played too much. I finished the ascent uh, a couple of days ago. I'm I'm wrapping up work on that guide, which is great. That game is, uh, you know, I stand by the the thing I said originally. You know, it's like a seven or an eight. Like that game's good. Like it's it's good. It's on Game Pass. It's multiplayer. Its world building is the best bit, and its visuals are quite nice. And it's an absolute feat of a game for how small the team is. Um, you know, 12 people in the core development team. They've done, they've done a stunning job. Um, yeah, it's fine. I, you know, I, Ollie asked, because I think Ollie was listening to another podcast. It's like, oh, hey, Gary, if we, if we play the Ascent, will you play with us? And I'm like, uh, <laughs> uh, I was going to uh, ask if you've done multiplayer. Yeah, that's the one thing I haven't done, really. Um, I, I think I've done literally everything else. Um which is why I'm a bit hesitant to say yes, but I think multiplayer would be the only thing that would get me back at this stage, just to try it out for mm. a few hours, see how it plays with other people, how everyone else finds it, um, give out hints when people need them. Um, but yeah, no, it's good. I think its its best feature is its um, its world building. Like, the, the voice acting does a great job for um, keeping it, cohesive and bring keeping you in the world and um and the music does a really good job of that as well uh and all of the visuals like that the 
the the amount of detail in all of these worlds is quite nuts. You know, the the trash piles and the the cables and the puddles and the 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 vendors and the the different sub levels of this giant tower building that you're on that you could like always see more of. Like it, it's quite impressive. Um, yeah, that said, I'll, I'll be glad to move on and start playing other stuff soon. <laughs> um, uh, how, I have how many a, players co-op does it have? Sorry, four. Okay. It's decent. Like, honestly, it's... it. Like, for anyone who's looking at the things that it is, you know, it's cyberpunk, it's twin-stick shooter, it's, like, RPG, it's co-op. It's got an alright story that you can kind of pay attention to, but you don't have to worry about too much. Like, for anyone who wants all of those things, it's perfectly serviceable. Like, I think it would it would scratch a bit of a Borderlands itch a bit, you don't get that much loot, but you get a bit. Um, it scratches the... It scratches the... I think it would work well playing with people. Um, a lot of the combat encounters, I think, would help having other people. Because sometimes it's just like, wow, there's like 15 enemies right here. Um, and it's just little old me. Um, but yeah, it's it's good. It's, cool. it's good. <laughs> good. Um, apparently there's been some brouhaha and it was funny I um I did see this in the press pack but I didn't think much of it the the game pass on PC version of the ascent doesn't have ray tracing but the steam version does um interesting but they 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 they're working on patching it in soon um or they have done already I'm not, I can't remember but yeah it is it's a funny little quirk with that one um yeah but the other thing I've been playing is Apex um, not as much as Ollie and Jeremy as per usual. Uh, and I haven't played as the new character yet, but I've, I've watched a bit of footage and I've played in the same team as Sia and against Sia. And <laughs> like, I can't, I don't remember a character being this strong on release in a long time. Hmm. Yeah, I think um, I think last time I was like, yeah, Sia feels balanced. No, we just didn't understand the potential of Sia. Sia is <laughs> fucked. Like, I, I remember coming into that and I was like, have you guys seen the things that, like, YouTubers are doing with Sia? Like, the gameplay they're getting? Sia's nuts. And Joe's like, oh, no, I think Sia works pretty well. Just like a like a worse bloodhound, I think you said, or something like that. Um, a better bloodhound. Did you say better? Okay. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, I... I don't think I don't I I don't think you've seen it yet. But I like it's the kind of th- I wanted to say where it's like I can't wait for them to nerf him, but it's not that. I think for me it's more that this time right now where he isn't nerfed is quite fun. <laughs> <laughs> where every team's got a seer and and um there's they're so pivotal. Like June, do you know what his abilities are? No. I really so haven't much. He's got his 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 tactical his his um his q ability is sort of like bloodhound's pulse right in that it reveals enemy players but it's it's much thinner it's like a cone Mm. um so you you shoot it and it lets out this big whining noise to let people know it's happening and you can kind of see the area of effect that's about to happen so it goes like so like you activate it and then a second later anything in that zone gets um highlighted Mm. Yeah. But what it also does is it interrupts any enemies that get hit by it. So if they're healing, they stop healing. If they're in the middle of casting an ability, they stop casting. That's cool. Um, 
It does like a tiny bit of damage. It also reveals to your whole team as Seer, like whoever you ping, you can see their health through walls and you can just see them through walls, active track them for like 15 seconds, I want to say. A a long time. Yeah. I mean, I think does Bloodhound's ability, it's like more spread It's much broader. It's It's like your whole cone of view. Yeah. Whereas this seems very like you have to get it in the right position for it to be useful. Mm. Yeah. And so I think that's meant to be the trade-off. It's just everyone's quite good at landing the hits. And the Seer's passive is when you aim down sights, um, he's got a heartbeat sensor. So if your circle's in the middle of the screen and there's someone to your left, there's sort of this like waveform shape pointing you in the direction of where people are. So you can, if someone's close, you can be like, oh, okay, I can see that someone's nearby. And then you can aim down sights, narrow in on where they are, and then use your tactical. Um, I don't know. It works quite well together. I think the tactical is just way too powerful. Um, Yeah, because it'll interrupt healing. Um, It does like a little bit of damage to your health. Um, It'll like, it's, it's just, it's, the range is fucking huge too. Um, and you can get you can get you can get an entire team all at once, you know. And then you, they're, they're on your, and then you can just see them for like, like it feels like half a minute at times. It's just like, oh, yeah. we know where they are. Let's go get them. Do you think that? How do you think that they could balance and more take away the fact that it does damage, or take away that effect that it interrupts abilities? Or so so Apex has actually put out a tweet recently. Oh, okay, um, cool. Yeah, so we heard your complaints about the new challenge and have pushed through a small update with these changes. Seer is now in the care package. Kraber is now ground loot. Um, so they've, they've removed they've moved the hero, put him in the care package, and then taken the most powerful weapon out of the care package. And Can you imagine the care package opens up and this gigantic, like, tall, lanky guy just climbs out just like, I am here. <laughs> uh, but I think, like, they just need to, like bring down maybe either like dramatically increase how much fucking time it takes for it to recharge or like really bring down how long a lot of his abilities last for because they last for a very long time so like this always happens every time they bring out a new hero they're either very very strong or very very weak yeah they're Um, still trying to like get fuse to be picked more like still trying to get him relevant the other thing is june his ultimate see his ultimate creates like a, a sphere around this projectile that he throws and anyone that's moving fast or shooting any enemies that are moving fast or shooting inside that sphere um you can see their footsteps you can kind of see where they are so i think because there's that sort of tracking ability with this one with with that ultimate ability i feel like they could drastically reduce the time of the tracking on the tactical yeah Um, even like 10 seconds or even less, like five seconds, you could like see where they are and remember it. Yeah. Then, um, I feel like that type the the tactical is better than the ultimate. It can be, yeah. It it's less active, and it's not it's not like if you miss it, so, like it's over. Like you know, mm-hmm. if you if you miss with Sears thing, then you have to wait till the next one because like if they don't get tagged by it, they don't get tagged by it. Um, whereas with the 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 area of effect, you know, if they if they run into it, if a fight starts, say if they're shooting you, obviously you know where they are already. But then your teammates know where they are, which is important. Yeah. It means they can circle around, know where they are. You know where they are before they know where you are, kind of a deal. Um, but yeah, it, it's nuts. Like it's worth looking up some gameplay of someone yeah, playing. Which is, it's because you see it and you're like, they just they just know where they are. <laughs> um, 
And also the Rampage. So they introduce a new LMG, um, which is quite slow firing, but you can stick a Thermite in it and then it fires faster. I don't think it does more damage, but it fires faster and you can also shoot down doors with it. And it's pretty nuts as well. Um, like its hip fire spread is really low. Like you can hip fry it really easily and also use it at range. It's it's not very good up close. It's not like it's 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 like it's strong, but like it is so fucking hard to aim when you're when you're like really close to an enemy. Um, mm. because the bullets happen, like it's 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 rate of fire is really not that high. Um, and when you miss like five shots, that's like a ton of time to miss shots when you're really close because up close it it just it just doesn't do it. It's like a it's like an automatic like DMR at that point. With its rate of fire, yeah, it is pretty slow. Um, it is fun seeing the people who aren't familiar with it breaking down doors get surprised every time you shoot down a door with it, though, and they're like, ah! <laughs> well, that happened with me, Kerry, when you were watching me play the other day. Wait, were you in the team or were you just watching? No, I was I was watching, I think. Right. Um, we are playing a game of arenas and there was like a bloodhound on the other side of the door. And I had like the I had the gun and I forgot that I could shoot the door down with it. Yeah, you've already revved like, it up. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> I was like baiting him to try and get him to open the door so I could like sh- shoot them. And then fucking like Gary's like, no, you've got the gun. Just shoot the door. And I went, <laughs> oh yeah, right. And I thought I should, you know, just destroyed them through the door. Um. Yep. Uh. But yeah, it was, it was, it it's a good gun. I like it a lot. That being so, said, yeah. the moment I found the Spitfire, I was like, "Oh, welcome back!" <laughs> oh yeah, they they put the Spitfire in the uh in the uh in the drop. Um, so yeah, I uh, I think it, this is going to be a fun couple of weeks until the next patch. <laughs> um, and everything's going to get rebalanced again, and it's a shame because I don't have enough points to unlock here yet. But I'm enjoying all the gameplay and getting the, the teammate benefits as well. Like, I feel like it's just changed the nature of the game for everyone a bit at the moment. Um, definitely in a way that I think Respawn aren't going to be happy with um, and are going to change, but it's a fun meta change for the moment, I think. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty good. Uh, that's about it for what we've been playing. Um, we're going to do the question corner now and then go on a break and then... Well, no, we're going to introduce the question corner and go on a break. Um, and then Jeremy's got a, 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 a tale for us. Um, yeah, June, what's the question for this week? Uh, what game do you think would have worked better as a TV or movie? Mm. I think I'm going to struggle with this one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, there's the question, everyone. Have a think about it. We will too. And... We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Minimap Cast. Uh, don't have a pithy <laughs> intro this time as per usual. I think I'm going to try giving up on that. Uh, but we have been thinking about the question for the week. June, what is the question for the week? What? game would work better as a movie or tv show who wants to go first i got some weird ones yeah go ahead so the the now better is it like a 
loaded. So I'm 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 not I'm not completely hedging on the word what would work completely better. Um, in yeah. my mind, it's hard for me to think of something that would work better. So I'm more going as companion or also good. Um, but I think these are still fun answers. Um, uh, like I think a prestige Netflix horror show um, set in the Resident Evil 8 universe would be really fun. Um, you know, mm. get a get, get, uh, you can get a Rahul Kohli up in there, um, you know, and that's all you need really. Um, <laughs> it's one character. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I think that would be really fun. I think they can do that level of, I mean, they are making a Netflix show. So that's actually, so I'm sorry. They are making a Resident Evil show. So, um, that I guess actually kind of tracks. Um, I forgot they were doing that. Um, I don't have high for any Resident Evil TV media, to be honest. No, especially considering apparently it's about Wesker's daughters or something really strange. It's about like new characters, which is like you have good characters. The, I feel like Resident Evil fans want to see the Chris. original characters, and yes, Chris and Leon, and that's about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to see just, baby Chris. Just, just make Supernatural, but it's Chris and Leon. <laughs> um, Monster of the Week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had a so this is actually an old idea, which I don't know if anyone in this call is going to remember me me pitching this idea. Um, Destiny Two, the TV show, um, but it's not actually about the story of Destiny Two. It's about side characters that are around at the tower. It's like a lifestyle, like you know, comedy show about it's the like characters' the interactions. Like the it's like The Office. It's like The Office <laughs> while Fuck. the events of Destiny Two are happening at the same time. So that way, you get cross media. You get the new events you get characters living and dying new characters being introduced and then you have like this level of like you know low level like office comedy about being a guardian you know like shacks after every fucking crucible match you know like sweeping up you know the the wreckage of it in the past or you know something like that um i reckon that'd be real fun mm. um finally um the the weirdest answer that i have um so oh boy I don't know if either of you um, really watched much Adult Swim, but like ABC did this as well. There'd be like little bumpers in between shows, you know, like there'd be like a little 30 second or a minute, like little, might be like a, like an entire production. It might just be like a little animation. Oftentimes like student projects or like, you know, um, interns or like, like not interns, but like smaller projects that can be made by people who, you know, aren't, in full production TV shows, they can play them in between shows. Um, I would love a one minute bumper in between shows that is like Tony Hawk. Like, and it's it's like, it's just like a really sick, really tight one minute Tony Hawk clip. Um, like, you know, real life. So it's like, it's, it's actually Anthony Hawk. Um, but like, it, you know, like a really cool one minute little television bumper of like a solid one minute of tricks. Um, those are my, those are my three options. I feel like Tony Hawk doesn't work because like, that's just a guy. Works for like a million games. Works yeah, for but me. I mean, I mean, but like Tony Hawk is just like, like he's just a guy. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, you can go into YouTube and watch one minute of Tony Hawk doing tricks. Like it already exists. What am I doing here? I gotta uh, go. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, like I, I think I see what you mean, June. I, I think the other thing as well, he's also fifty years old right now. Like, oh, yeah. he's still fucking good. He's. Still I, I'm not saying he's like, you know, he's on his deathbed or anything, but like, you should see him now. He's he's doing tricks that he's never done before. <laughs> yeah, but also he can't do some tricks that he could do before. Well, sure, but like he's still very, very, very good. He taught Avril Lavigne to skate recently. Doesn't he also sell NFTs? I hope not. Isn't Avril Lavigne dead? <laughs> no. Hey, what, are your, what are your answers? <laughs> replaced her. Wait, you haven't heard the Avril Lavigne double game yeah, theory? No. Wait. What are you what? fucking was, kidding me? She was replaced in like 2008 or something. It's like the fake Melania stuff. There's this massive theory that that Avril Lavigne is no longer the same Avril Lavigne that was like making pop songs. <laughs> they they replaced her with someone else. I have a rabbit hole to go down. This is Are like you, I can't believe you don't know that. Is this like Paul McCartney's dead? No, because I don't know what that is. It's so it's that was the that. one. No, that was the one. That, that halfway through the Beatles' career, Paul McCartney died. And apparently the like the government and the music industry was like fans won't be able to take the death of Paul McCartney in the I mean, in the height of. of Beatles media, and so they they developed a new uh, they, they they developed a new Paul McCartney called Fall Fake Paul. Um, there's a whole documentary about it. it goes for two hours, and there's like if you play songs backwards, it's like you know like imposter imposter, um, and it's like you know tons <laughs> of the songs are about like you know different different aspects of the new Paul McCartney not getting along as well with the Beatles and they didn't like him because he's a puppet of the industry. It's, it is wild. That that was like the original, that and like Elvis being on the moon, but like the Paul McCartney was dead one was like a whole, like that was a big one for a very long time. I mean, it sounds kind of like that, except that Avril Lavigne's career, like it kind of coincided with her, like no longer being on the top of the charts anymore. So she wasn't as much in the limelight when this stuff happened. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Video games? Mm. <laughs> what the hell? All right. I man. Um Okay. Uh the ones I thought of. Um I haven't played this game and I want to. But Maybe Quantum Break should have just been the TV show that they were trying uh, to make it, you know? Maybe they should have just done one or the other and not both. Oh, new answer. Control should be the new David Lynch film. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't David Lynch dead? <laughs> no! <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> he does a weather report every day on YouTube. Oh, I'm thinking of... Who am I thinking of? <laughs> I feel like David Lynch would be the only only person to do that. Yeah, he could like that is the only person that would be able to do that. What about Quantum Break? Made you think that we should have more Quantum Break, Carrie? I really like <laughs> the concept of it. Again, I never got to play it because um, I don't think it's I don't think it's on PC Game Pass. Um, uh, I don't think it is either. Which like sucks. I don't know why those those like three exclusives from Xbox from 2014 and 15 are unable to be put onto PC, but I want them. I want Halo 5, and I want to play Quantum Break. Um, well, Halo 5 is not on PC at all. Quantum Break at least is on PC. I know, yeah, no, that is on Steam. Um, uh, but yeah, no, I always like the concept, and I like uh, I like Sean Ashmore, and I like 
Littlefinger because of his role in Shanghai Nights. Oh so my god. I he's a terrible actor. He's such a dog shit actor. He sucks. What do you mean? He's the worst part of The Dark Knight Rises, Gary. Oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, he dies. He's definitely dead in that. Not the actor. Um, what else also- has been Sean Ashmore in aside from X-Men? Animorphs. <laughs> Oh, I forgot. Oh, why did I ask? <laughs> anyway, um, who's played Max Payne three? I I I know I know a, I know a fair bit about this game. Just hit after hit. I also a remedy game. I think. Yeah, you really, oh, well, really they made one this, and two. I don't think they made three. Really into the Sam Lake. Oh no, yeah, no, that yeah, yeah, three was Rockstar. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Um, but the story in Max Payne 3 is nuts. Like, it's it's pretty wild. And, you know, Max Payne's that whole thing of, you know, he's talking like this the whole time, monologuing to himself about the state of the New York City, and he says big poetic words, except he's like, he's, he's like an incredibly skilled poet, but he doesn't care about the world and is also like a trained murderer who gets caught up in, like, weird scenarios. So he's just monologuing to himself with these incredible sentences <laughs> that, like, no one in their right mind would ever come up with on the fly. And meanwhile, he's... He, I, I don't know. But the story in that one goes really intense. Like, um, you know, he's, like, he's part of some security detail for some rich family in Brazil, and then one of them gets kidnapped and becomes trying to track them down, and someone paid them off, and... And then one of their politician brothers pays off this, like, militia and I don't know. Like, the story's quite engrossing and, like, piecing it all together is quite good. And you can do some fun things with, with, um, like, and they do that in the game with Max Payne where he's, he's like, high on painkillers the whole time. And he's an alcoholic and that's the whole thing. And then he, you know, he comes through that and you stop getting as many, like, smeared camera effects and, like, like there's this whole thing of, you know, the, the world distorts frequently in this game. Um, and then later on he sort of cuts that shit out and it gets a bit clearer and stuff like that. But I think you could play with that really well inside of a cinematic, long-form setting. I don't want to see Mark Wahlberg's Max Payne come back. I was going to um, bring up, I was going to say, do you know that they made a Max Payne movie? Yeah, no, I, I specifically would want a series. I don't want to see, I don't want to see another show. I don't want to see Mark Wahlberg as Max Payne. <laughs> what about I, I just, Mila Kunis? in it as well like she was in the movie mila kunis is max Payne. no no but she was in it and so well, was ludicrous well that's the thing i haven't really played one or two which was all about my family died and i'm gonna get revenge and then it was like you know something about my family dying and i need to follow that up and also i love you and now you're dead or something like that like the third one is him like he's still fucked up about it but it's just not about his family anymore which i kind of appreciated um uh, there is a, I think it's, I think it's about a half an hour video on Jacob Geller's YouTube channel about Max Payne Three, Kerry, which I think you should watch. Um, I should watch it's, it. It's really, really good. I don't even like. I had no like feelings towards that game, and I came out of that as I came out of most Jacob Geller videos. Yeah, I was like, gonna say I should play that. <laughs> that game's good, honestly. Yeah, um, I, I, I've heard it, it's 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 not bad. And the uh, there's this thing where there's like pianos in like five out of the like 13 levels or something and when you play at the start like he can't fucking remember how to do shit because he's high or whatever and as you as you find each piano throughout the course of the story 
he learns he gets better and better at playing the main theme of the game, which is this really sad, like sorrowful tune. And I don't know, that game's good. Anyway, Jude, what's your answer? Oh, mine's really boring now. I don't even think it's original. I think we talked about it last week. Oh, that's fine. Um, uh, Life is Strange, the first one, because the ending, there's only one ending to that game anyway. So it kind of makes it redundant to be a game in the first place, except for the time traveling or time warping stuff. I mean, except for the gameplay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking about that now. Um, so wait, hang on, hang on. So your reasoning behind the Life is Strange TV show is because the game is basically the TV show? Yeah. The reasoning behind the Life is Strange TV show is because it's only got one ending, so any game that's only got one ending should just be better off being made into a movie or a TV show because yeah. you're going to be experiencing it linearly anyway. No, I just feel that... that if we ignore the gameplay, yeah. if we ignore the gameplay, and as in like the the actual hands-on gameplay, not the choose which mm. who you want to talk to and whatever, but I feel like it lends itself better to a linear, mm, yeah, like a, a TV show or like an animated TV show or something. I th- I think I agree with that. From I've only played the first episode, but yeah. Like the 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 minute to minute, like interacting in that first episode was like, ah, oh. yeah, <laughs> yeah. You walk around the, the the school hall and you're walking around the campus and you're walking around the dormitories. It's like, I don't know. It takes a long time to do not much in this yes. side of the game. Yes, it does. And I don't know. Everything you choose doesn't really have a consequence anyway. So. I don't know. I mm, no, never mind. Yeah, that's my answer. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> uh, would you? Do you think you'd appreciate Life is Strange two more as a as a as a TV show without choices? I haven't finished Life is Strange two, so I can't say anything about its ending. But. Yes. Also, Wolf Among Us. I feel like Wolf Among Us would be cool as a TV show. Oh, that that would be cool. That was wasn't that, that going to be a TV show? I couldn't see that if it was. It it's one of my favorite Telltale games. And granted, it's not like I've played the the whole discography of that, not the what what the, the whole Telltale collection. Um, but like, it's a really great story that they've told. And I know it's the Fables comic that they've told in this in that setting. But like. That game's great. It's cool. It has some really cool themes and stuff. Um, yeah, and I think like a cool little Netflix, like 10 episode, maybe less, animated TV show. Yeah. The team Just behind Devil May Cry Baby should make Hades a TV show. <laughs> Devil May Cry Baby? Yeah. Yeah. What's Devil May Cry Baby? You should watch it's, it, Gary. You'll love it. It's um <laughs> an anime. <laughs> Yeah, it's on Netflix, it. though. Yeah, you should watch it. Is it, a, is it about Devil May Cry? It's about no, no, Devil no. Man. Devil Man Cry Baby. Is Die Hard Man in it? <laughs> <laughs> I should make a Death Stranding uh, five season epic. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
It's 45 minutes of a, of a guy walking through Scotland. Not just any guy. Norman Reedus. <laughs> ah! I, like I don't even see more of that man. I oh don't even God. watch The Walking Dead, and I haven't even played Death Stranding, and I don't need to see more of that man. <laughs> Why? Well, he's fine. Nothing wrong with Norman Reedus. <sighs> he looks so weird. Yeah. He always looks so sweaty. He's friendly. He's he, does look, he does look sweaty. He looks like he's never had a shower. Like, he always looks wet. You know what I mean? Maybe the problem is I'm always just seeing him through Kojima's engine. <laughs> I'm always just seeing his 3D render. <laughs> or, or like a screenshot from The Walking Dead when they're oh, just, he's, like, all gross and fucking... He is actually yeah. sweaty, yeah. Well, ac- actually. Quote, unquote. Well, that was a... He'd be a good cowboy. He would be a good John Marston. He Ooh, would be a good John Marston. The crappy like beard? Too, he's too old now. If it was like a younger, like Walking Dead, Norman Reedus. He could do a good Red Dead 1 John, Ma- John, John Marston. I think he's still too old. I think he's still too old now. Well, who would you get? How old is John in Red Dead 1? Like 25, maybe? In what? Red Dead 1? Yeah. God, that character model's bad then. <laughs> he's not He's not old because he, he joins the the Dutch's gang when he's like 15 or 16 or something and then I don't think it's not Red Dead 2 Red Dead 1 yeah which is set after 2 but like 10 years after 2 right no it's set like what 2 3 years after 2 3 years yeah Um, it's only 3 years apart yeah yeah holy shit but also he's he's got a kid in 2 so he's at least like 22 in 2 yeah at least. Yeah, which would make him twenty about twenty-five. Oh, that doesn't make any sense one. though. You feel like he's gotta be older than that. To get him to oh, two he's... This is the Star Wars issue. This is what happens when you make a like you, you make a trilogy <laughs> and then you go back and tell the story before it and you get the timeline completely wrong. The thing actually, that get... I wonder if um I wonder if he actually has a canon age. Hang on, let me John's up. face, like not only is it fucked up because of the scars, right? But it's so leathery. Like <laughs> like he's just spent like the last eight years staring at the sun. It's so leathery. Hey. Is Maybe he like I'm 30 wrong. something? <laughs> um, John's birth year is covered directly above the U. Uh, do you guys care about spoilers? Uh, I'm spoiling. Oh, not one. Oh, Red Dead 1. No, not much. Oh, June, are you, are you there? Um... I think you glitched out. I think I cut out. Are you there? You guys yep. there? Yeah, you're there. Sorry. Um, so, hey, did you say yes or no to spoilers? No. So Red Dead ahead. 1? No. Yeah. Okay. So, um, John's birth year is carved directly above the eulogy and revealed to be in 1873. Red Dead Redemption takes place over one year in nine, 1911. That means John was 38 when he died. Yeah, that, make, that, that makes sense. That doesn't. That doesn't like. <laughs> no, it does, right? Because Arthur no, because and Arthur ages. and John have had so much history. By the time you get to yeah. Red Dead Two, right? About how they were young and they were always at each other's throats, but like they're yeah, reluctant John brothers. Yeah, because John was like seventeen or, or sixteen or something when he joined the gang. When is yeah? But like he was still with the gang for a while before he left. When is Red Dead Two set? Because there's got to be a year. Nineteen, uh, eighteen, ninety something. Hang on, I think or nineteen, very early nineteen hundred. Let me have a look. While you're looking that up, hey, Carrie, do you want to know a fact that will blow your mind? Nah, man. Do you, 
Do you know how old Luke is meant to be in The Last Jedi? In The Last Jedi? Uh, uh, 55. 53. That man has not a 53-year-old man. That is a late 60s man. Yeah. Yeah, like the timeline is is kind of balked at that point. Like ah, it's fine. They, but like, I just it, like you know, like fucking in between um episode four and episode three, it's like you know, eighteen years or whatever. Yeah, how how old he gets? <laughs> yeah. It's like it's so it's so sorry um sorry uh, Obi Wan rather in between episode two and episode three, how old he oh, fucking right. gets. Like right. that's like how old he ages in between two and three and four. Fucking hell. Oh, Luke and Leia are only meant to be eighteen. Uh, I think yeah. yeah that doesn't make any fucking sense. Or seventeen. They're, they're really young. They're that meant to be really sense. really young. Um. Anyway, Red Dead Redemption Two is set in eighteen ninety nine. The and epilogue is set in nineteen oh seven. Whoa. Hang on, can you just tell me how many years? That's eight years. <laughs> Wait, and like, the, the, when did the you say Red Dead 1 was? Was 1911? Nin- 1907 is when the epilogue is set. Red Dead Redemption 2 is set in 1899. So that's eight years between the main game and the epilogue. And right, where, okay, yeah. Where does right. the epilogue land in terms of where Red Dead 1 starts? Immediately at the start of Red Dead 1. Oh, so they're like, they, they come together. Interesting. Yeah. So eight, anyway, eight years, and they've had because the the thing with John at the start of Red Dead Two is they're kind of shitty with him because he's 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 he was a part of the the gang and then he left and then he came back. So there has he to have left, been like a bunch of time for a year when he was gone. Hmm. Um. Anyway, why are we talking about that? Uh, I don't know. Norman Reedus. Yeah. <laughs> Norman Reedus would make maybe a good John Marston. Yeah, be, that's how we. Yeah. Okay. Well, seeing he's thirty-eight, then maybe you're right. Yeah, I think um, I think he'd pull it off because because even if John isn't meant to be that old, which it turns out he is, he looks it and he sounds it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Kerry! Obi Wan's meant to be fifty-seven when he dies. <laughs> ah, you, Alec Guinness is meant to be fifty-seven in that movie. He's like seventy. <laughs> he's so old. Uh, that was. That was a delightful rabbit hole. <laughs> Multiple even. Like, that was the longest question corner we've had in ages, which is good because this episode is already on the shorter side. I need to close this page. Apparently, Mas Kanata is older than Yoda. I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares about those those random CGI sequel characters? Uh, whatever. Don't tell me any more about Babu Freak. I don't care. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> What does Babu say when C-3PO comes back online? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he says. It's something like, yeah, baby, or something like that. It's like, he's ready to go. <laughs> Best character. Fucking shithouse. Best character in that movie is C-3PO. No, Babu's best character. No. There's two good characters in that movie. <laughs> C-3PO two. and Babu Frick? Yeah. <laughs> What about the Knight of Ren with the club? Okay. Or the Knight of Ren with an axe? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was a delight. Uh, what's the next question, June? 
Um, in the same vein, what game do you, is would it be? Do you think it should be what game do you think would be better in VR? Or what game do you want in VR? I think want right, like just what game do you want in it at all? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, and I mean you could cover better in there as well if you want. I I just can't guarantee that I'm going to come up with a this would be better with that. This is like such a obvious question in terms of like why didn't we think to do this one earlier so if anyone wants to go back and listen to the earlier episodes to see if we have done it yeah (laughs) whatever i'm sure our answers would have changed maybe (laughs) yeah aragon kingdom hearts red dead (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we're so fucking predictable sometimes it's good fun (laughs) Shadow of the Colossus. Hey, hey, I talk about Shadow of the Colossus. <laughs> uh, uh, Jerry, you've got a little uh, a little tale for us at the end of the mm. episode here. What what do well, you got for us? Uh, real quick, um, uh, came through half an hour ago. Um, uh, Paxos has been cancelled or postponed, oh. uh, which you know that like I was waiting for this announcement um, for. Basically, since the moment we went back into lockdown, I was like, uh, yeah, well, there yeah. goes that dream. As soon um, as soon as uh soon as tickets went up, I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. And then we were literally talking about it before the podcast started, and you were like, What we were talking about, the vaccination rates, and Jeremy's like, Oh, just in time for packs, and then was just like grimacing, <laughs> just like <"Ugh." laughs> And like, look, I think I think the first chunk of this year when we had no cases for a very long time, I was like, yeah. Okay, I can see I can see it happening, but like, if we didn't have Delta, maybe that, Delta. That, that's literally it. Yeah. 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 Um, anyway, so yeah, so that's um, that's going to be pivoting to an online event, um, which is you know that is what that is. Um, but yeah, so I had another story, uh, which I was reading. I, I I've been following this for a few, uh, a few weeks now. Um, as stuff has come out, so how so how familiar are you how familiar are you, either of you with the game Titanfall Two? <laughs> <laughs> Why, Jeremy? You can go to the Games Flavors podcast episode about Titanfall Two to learn just how familiar we are with it. <laughs> um, yeah, so so Titanfall Two. Um, I could see the. Uh, you know how at the very beginning of a Marvel movie, how the comic pages flip by really, really fast. I saw that entire podcast recording flip through June's eyes as they looked away <laughs> when I mentioned the word. Sign I'm still so sad about that. Um. Anyway, so so uh, how familiar are either of you with the state of Titanfall currently? Not at all. Not at all. Uh, it's got like a like a like a smoldering multiplayer community that like refuses to die, but isn't that big. But like some people keep like apex keeps bringing it back every now and then. And so not quite. Um, so yes. So, so when when apex, when when apex got really big again, yes, to an extent, but not, not for long. So for a very long time now, um, the, the Titanfall community has been, um, I want to say specifically Titanfall One, um, but I think I think it's both of them. Um, has been rampant with hackers and cheaters, um, which they DDoS servers, they bring the servers down, and the community for a long time has been like complaining to EA, being like, "Hey, 
this game is unplayable at the moment. It's like there's hackers and cheaters in literally every single game and it's making no one want to play this game, um, which is a damn shame um, because the multiplayer in those games is really, really good. Some um, would say in some of those games, it's the only part of the game. It, well, in Timefall 1, yes. I would also say maybe in Timefall 2 too. No, um, but like it's... Oh. <laughs> we're, not here to, we're not here to talk about the campaign of Titanfall 2. Um, so... There have been many, many people complaining for for a long time now. There's been videos made about, articles written about, it saying like, "Hey, like, Titanfall 2 is basically unplayable." Some people are claiming to EA, "Hey, you honestly shouldn't be selling this because this part of the game is just non-functional at the moment." Um, which is, you know, you know, it's maybe a bit much to say that because considering there is a campaign with it. But for Titanfall One, yeah, I would say maybe if the only aspect of your game is the multiplayer and it's kind of just taken hostage at the moment you know, maybe you should at least, uh, you know, try and get that fixed or sorted or, you know, at least make it free to play or something, right? You know, just get some people in that there's more people than hackers, or who knows. Um, uh, and Respawn and EA have both said, yeah, we're looking into it. And over the years, they have patched out little things here and there, but like they haven't been able to stop it. So this is an article that I've got here from Kotaku um, from one... Uh, Zach Zwiesen, I don't know if I'm saying uh, his last name correctly. Um, the headline article is Apex Legends Hacker Exposed for Plotting Wild Scheme. <laughs> so there's like this article is, it, 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 I'm not going to read the whole thing, um, but I am going to read some parts of it because there's so many aspects of this story that like, I think both of you are going to have multiple reactions as I get through a couple of the paragraphs here and there. So I do want to hear some of it. So the article begins with early last month, Apex Legends was effectively shut down by hackers who claimed to be attacking the game in an effort to save Titanfall. A website, savetitanfall.com was believed to be connected to the shutdown. However, the site pushed back saying it had no connection to the hackers. Now, new information indicates that there was indeed a connection, albeit not nearly as straightforward as previously believed. Instead, a much more complex picture has taken shape, one involving high-ranking SaveTitanfall.com community members plotting behind the scenes in secret Discord groups. The members were allegedly behind not only the Apex outage, but the very Titanfall hacks that the Apex shutdown was protesting. All of these <laughs> seem to have been do done in an effort to resurrect the cancelled game Titanfall Online. Now, if you now I've never heard of Titanfall Online, like I hadn't, that's because Titanfall Online was pitched to be a Titanfall free-to-play game um, for the Asian market. Yeah, I wanted to feel something like that, like Halo Similar Online. to like Halo Online or Call of Duty Online. On July 4th, Apex Legend was almost totally shut down by a group of hackers who claimed to be working for SaveTitanfall.com. At the time, it was believed these Apex hackers were using the July shutdown to protest the terrible state of the older Titanfall games had fallen into over the years, with constant hacking and server issues making it hard to play the older games. Uh, da -da -da. All of the in-game messages that appeared in Apex Legend during July 4 attack referenced SaveTitanfall.com, but the folks running the site quickly distanced themselves from the whole situation. In particular, a pair of key members on of the Remnant Fleet Discord server, a Titanfall community group, continued to push back on the narrative that the Apex hackers were part of SaveTitanfall.com. The two were PO358, a popular figure in the community with a reputation for being a, quote, good hacker, and <laughs> Redshield, a friend of PO358, an admin on Remnant Fleet. As angry Apex players stormed into Discord server, which was linked to SaveTitanfall.com to express their ire about the situation, these two users tried to make it clear that they and SaveTitanfall.com had nothing to do with it. Okay. <laughs> However, 
Evidence and documents released yesterday as part of a community-led investigation paint a totally <laughs> different story. In a large, detailed 40-page PDF, which I was reading last night, the, in- the investigation uses... That was me editorializing that I was reading it last night. Um, the investigation uses Discord screenshots, emails, texts, and other evidence to claim that PO358 and Red Shield and a small group of hackers were working together to attack Titanfall 1, 2, and Apex Legends. And oddly, it appears that all of this was an effort to bring back Titanfall online. Um, uh, they go into the context around Save Titanfall, which was talking about like, hey, please fix the game that we love because it's getting hacked and DDoS all the time and no one can play it. Um, While Respawn and EA have always claimed to be aware of the issues and have even patched out some problems and security gaps in the old shooters, the Save Titanfall group wasn't satisfied. The community continued to press for more updates while claiming Respawn and EA were committing fraud by selling games that didn't work. But the investigation by current members of SaveTitanfall.com who no longer affiliate themselves with PO358 or the Remnant fleet seem to confirm that, ironically, much of Titanfall 1 and Titanfall 2's hacking problems were the result of PO358 and other members of Save Titanfall. These members spearheaded by PO358 were allegedly working in secret to break Titanfall 1 and 2, then publicly offering ways to fix the very problems they created in attempt to potentially get hired by Respawn and or to gain access to the Titanfall 1 source code. It oh continues. Oh my god, it's a it conspiracy con- theory. It continues. In an interview with Eurogamer in 20, April 2021, Red Shield explained that the group wanted to take control of Titanfall 1 in some capacity, even claiming that Respawn were aware of it and open to the idea. Further, they asked Respawn to give them direct access to the Titanfall 1 tools, servers, and source code, but the investigation alleges this wasn't because Red Shield, PO358, or their fellow hackers wanted to actually help Titanfall. Rather, it was a plan to resurrect the port of the cancelled shooter Titanfall online. Why? Why was Titanfall hackers goal. needed these files and tools to properly bring, bring back TFO. So seemingly desperate were these hackers for access to this content that at one point Red Shield applied for the job as a community manager at Respawn. Why is that their end goal? Why are they so desperate to bring back Titanfall Online, a game that none of us, none of us had heard of? Who I, I don't has know. that much time? <laughs> right. There's 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 a little bit more which I'm gonna read, and then the rest people can just go onto the on Kotaku's website and read it themselves. Titanfall players were stunned by what the investigation seemed to have revealed. PS358 seemed many as seemed by many as good a noble hacker working to save the game. He famously posed po- uh, posted a medium article detailing how to fix many of Titanfall's security and stability issues that hackers were exploiting. Of course, it seems we now know how PO358 was so knowledgeable about how hackers were disrupting the game. He and his small group of TFO loving friends were actually behind the hacks playing both sides against each other in an odd effort to bring back a failed free-to-play port of Titanfall designed for the Asian market. To sum up, the hackers use Apex Legends to run a false flag hack to harm the Titanfall scene to help them get the attention of Respawn so they could get hired, so they could get the source code to Titanfall so they could use that to bring back Titanfall online. Simple, right? So they wanted to get hired to steal the TFO source code and what, release it themselves and not get sued by EA? Or, like, incarcerated? I have no idea. Maybe just to be hired to then manipulate the company into releasing TFO. As if they're going to have any sway on yeah. what games Respawn releases as a community manager. This sounds like a bunch of dudes that are just like, we can do this, huh? wouldn't this be funny? 
but also what about if we took it further and then didn't think about anything else? Yeah. yeah. This is like someone saw a we did it Reddit post and was like, oh, what if we could also do it too? Reddit. Mm. <laughs> it sounds like yeah. a Discord conversation that they had once and then... The and then on. and they hop back on next like like the next week and like hey so like I brought down Apex Legends and the guy was like you did what <laughs> <laughs> I was kidding I I can't get over like it's one thing to like it's one thing to like you, you know you set sort of the whole chains like links in the process just then Jeremy is like oh they did this to do this to do this to do this like it's one thing to do that like to hack it to bring awareness to the thing to then claim that you had the fixes to then get hired as a community manager, right? But to then have the ultimate goal of trying to resurrect an, a free-to-play version of the game that no one knew existed, like, that, that's, that's the thing that gets me. Their motivator. Like, it, like, for so many people, it would be enough to try and socially engineer your way into a position at a company for a game that you play a lot of, right? Like... That well, would... I mean, more than socially engineer, like literally engineer, like yeah. you're hacking, <laughs> hack your way into a job. But the job is like, it's like a double agent position to steal the source code. What the fuck, guys? Yeah. So I read that, um, like, so like, yeah, so I've been following this for a little while. Um, but like seeing that article last night, I was like, I got to bring this up. Like I need, I need to tell people about this. <laughs> um, yeah, it's fucking wild. It is so wild. Um, I think maybe ideally what they were hoping to do was to bring back, like, to fix Titanfall, right? Theoretically at respawn, and then say, "Hey, look, these people they love this game. What if we made another one?" Mm. Even though respawn, like, over the past two years, have been like, "Yeah, we have no plans for a third one." Um, and that's only a half truth because there was plans for a third one, um, but those plans were ultimately cancelled. Um, yeah, it's like ago. how Nintendo says we're not going to announce hardware anytime soon, and then they announce the Switch OLED model. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Just wild, right? It, it Can just I just say, for a bit. I I love, and only from like a a storytelling like outside looking in perspective i love the uh community investigations <laughs> I, I like i would i so there's a okay for, for a very long time people have asked me jeremy why are you in so many fucking discord servers <laughs> yeah why are you in so many i'm in like i'm in like 60 or something at this point and like i've got all but three muted um this is why in the in the hope in the hope that one of them is going to have a meltdown to a point where I'm going to be I'm going to be in you know I'm not going to need to find a, like a, a dead Discord link to get me in <laughs> as an invite I'm already there it's in the hope in the hope that drama happens and I can find out some juicy story that sounds to me that that's also on a similar level to like. Oh yeah, like I'm only hacking the game so that I can like show respawn the problem with their game, so I can get hired as a community manager. So I can. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already in this Discord server, so that if this really obscure thing that no one's ever heard about becomes noteworthy because something bad happened, I'm already there, baby. Well, then, then the story becomes I then start drama, so that I can report on yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it's, it's the fucking it's it's the Incredibles. It's the plot of it's the plot of the Incredibles. He sends a giant robot to attack the city so he can save it. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, people are so fucking weird. I mean, you're right, June. Who's got the time to do all of that? Definitely not me. Tell you that much. Like, or the inclination. Like, what made you decide yeah. that was a good use of your time? Yep. There's so much dedication to a fucking waste of time. <laughs> anyway. Thanks for a good anyway, story, we'll Next week with the next it's episode of the Minimap cast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, speaking of amounts of time, yeah. it does make it for a good story. You're right, June. That was, that was indeed a wild scheme. Um, thank you for bringing that to us, Jeremy. I, uh... <laughs> I... I've brought this up recently, but I'm going to say it again. I always think back fondly to us getting to tell June the tale of the Fallout Prime members. <laughs> <laughs> like, attacking people in bear costumes <laughs> in Fallout 76. Uh, well, that's it for this week's episode of the Minimap Cast. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening. Um, that, was a, that was short but sweet, everyone. Good job. That was fantastic. Um, if you like this episode and you want to listen to more of them, uh, on whatever podcast service you found this one on, congratulations, you know where to find all the others. Uh, you can also find them on minimap.com.au, uh, as well as our other podcasts there, such as The Pecking Order, uh, which is a very good fun time where we rank uh, pop culture characters like uh, <laughs> like sometimes we talk about Blastoise and Ditto and... Movie Sonic before the rework. Uh, that show's a great time. You should listen to it. And uh, also our Game Club podcast is is trucking along as well. Um, if you want to support us, you can give the show or any of the shows a positive rating. You can visit the website, check out the occasional written word that we have written, putting up there as well. You can also go to patreon.com slash minimapau uh, if you wanted to support us financially. Uh, there is uh, a Twitter for Minimap, it's at MinimapAU on Twitter. You can get all of the new releases there. The little uh, uh, cutouts of the previous week's episodes go up there as well, um, which are quite good. June, you should listen to uh, last week's one. Um, yes, I will. Which does actually talk about Blasto. Uh, <laughs> and you can also follow us all individually there as well. Sorry, I blanked on what I was going to say. Uh, so I'm at KJ Palmer underscore 24 on Twitter. Uh, June? June has and underscore S. Jeremy? I uh, can find me in the Apex Legends hacking Discord server um, under <laughs> XXX underscore weed Goku 420 <laughs> XXX. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Can you send me an invite? Can you can you send the invite link to the Minimap Twitter account just so that people who listen to this episode know where to find a link to find you? Yes, I can do that for you, Gary. Okay, thank you so much. Uh... <laughs> And I'm sure you can also uh, find that Discord link retweeted from Jeremy's main account at Um, (laughs) Obi-Wan-Jess. Aside from that, I think we're about done for the week. Thank you so much for listening, everyone, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.